Hey, you're listening to another episode of the Quarantine Edition, where we interview different folks of how the recent COVID-19 has affected our lives differently. So for this episode, we interview an admin assistant out of the hospital here in Ventura, and she shares her experience of how the COVID-19 has affected her workplace overall. So take a listen to Eva Luna. Hope you guys enjoy. You're listening to On The Go Voice Podcast, the best generational podcast you'll ever tune into. Listen to the voices of this generation where we seek to identify values, stimulate discussions, and vocalize the community. Hi. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm great. I've been interviewed. I've been uh, on the content kind of grind since like early in the morning. Or not early in the morning. <laughs> I actually woke up kind of late. But uh, I've been, uh, I just interviewed two people before you. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So uh, did you get off work? I got off at 3.30. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, how's everything been? It's been a while since I've actually seen you in person. <laughs> the gym. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. yeah. Um, nothing much, just working. I'm still working five days a week. So it's, um, okay. It's it's almost like my schedule's just the same as it always has been, with just the restrictions of you know having freedom to go out and have fun and it's go work true. out and stuff like that. But yeah. aside from that, doing well, yeah. Okay, cool. We're gonna dive into it. So for everybody listening, uh, why don't you go ahead and just introduce yourself so people know who you are and what you do? So my name is Eva, um, and I work at Community Memorial Hospital. I work in the case management department um it's combined with the social services department as well nice awesome so uh what i what i've been doing is i've been trying to get a framework of how people's lives were before and then Mm -hmm. the initial reaction and then what they're doing now so we're going to start with uh before all this what was your daily routine like before any of this affected us So before any of this happened, I was still working five days a week. um, And then I would, uh, in the evenings, usually um, go work out and then just come home and get ready for the next day on weekends. Um, We would, uh, when I say we, my fiance and I would stay pretty much put if he was on call because he's an RN himself. um, So he works at a hospital also. Uh, so it would just depend on, you know, what we had going on that weekend for the most part. Okay. So, I mean, outside of just working, what else did you do, you know, so that we can see how your uh, life was before all of this? <laughs> yeah. So um, we typically would, you know, hang out with friends, uh, barbecue, or maybe catch a new movie, um, go have dinner, things like that. And you were also pretty active when it comes down to the gym, right? I mean, yeah, working so out I, a lot. <laughs> yeah, I was working out about five, six days a week. On slow weeks, I was getting in a minimum of three workouts a week for sure. That's cool. Awesome. How long have you been working at CMH? Uh, so I've been there for six years. Six years? Cool. Yeah. What, so before all of the situation happened, I'm actually curious now how uh, the purpose of this interview is actually to kind of dive in more about the hospital and then some part of it will also be how, how that might have affected your life for the time being. Um, at the hospital, how, what was like the environment and the activities like um, before all of this even happened? I mean, I'm sh- just for people to kind of get a framework. So before any of this happened, um, 
So we basically had uh, multiple ways of going into work, um, whether it was the front entrance or this really cool tunnel that we have that's connected to employee parking. Um, and so since this happened, they have limited the access points as far as how you can enter the building. Uh, so now what, what's really happening is um, any employee that it's, it, they're coming into work, they're having to either go through the main hospital entrance or through the uh, bridge that's connected to the parking lot. And at any point of entry, they are getting uh, screened. So you have to fill out like a pre-screening questionnaire where they ask you, you know, if you're having or developing any new symptoms that are kind of related with the COVID and then they are uh, taking your temperature. So okay. they're doing that every single day. Um, and at this point that's for employees and then for visitors, they are limiting uh, the amount of visitors that can visit the patients, uh, which okay. was not before, obviously before, um, you know, as we know, when somebody has like a baby or anything like that, um, mm -hmm. the whole hurdle of family kind of heads over and wants to meet the baby. Right, and right. They're really honestly only allowing either the significant other with the laboring mother or um, another essential companion, which um, is kind of rough because a lot of people, you know, sometimes want more than one person there. And that's yeah, yeah. Of course. I mean, especially supporting people who's injured or anybody who's going through some sort of healthcare stuff. That's more serious. Uh, but um, has it been as busy as before all this happened or has it actually been more picking up more things going on or I'm actually curious. Uh, about yeah. So uh, elective procedures as far as elective like um, surgeries and stuff like that have been um, canceled. Um, they are only kind of doing emergency surgeries or anything like that so anything that's maybe um, car accident related or obviously like an appendix or things that are you know that can't wait but anything that's elective like when people sometimes need a knee replacement or anything like that they are um, not doing those right now just because they're trying to anticipate maybe a surge of patients and if we do hit that point and don't have um, the necessary equipment then they need to kind of save that. So um, it hasn't been as busy. Um, I think maybe people are a little bit fearful to go to the hospital just because they know it, you know, it's a place where there's a lot of, I don't know, bacteria, I guess you could say. And um, sure. I, I, I would say if, if you don't have any business going to the hospital, it shouldn't be a place where you really can Right no, now. and I'm thinking also maybe because there's less activity outside, that maybe less people are getting injured. I don't know, just a theory, right? <laughs> yeah, that could be true. I have heard um, <laughs> auto insurances, um, you know, giving a certain percentage back uh -huh. to their, um, their, I guess, their recipients or their clients because there's not as many accidents. I don't know how many. Precisely. Yeah, ex exactly. Because I mean that that makes sense too. Because I'm curious how that's um actually affecting other businesses now but um so with that being said so before even even all this happened um i've been asking everybody what was their because what was their approach to the whole aspect of covid19 because we weren't we heard about it but we didn't make a transition right away as ventura county so what was your initial re re reaction to it when it was kind of like in around our area or it wasn't our area yet but it was like around la or even like you know other states where because for me on my end i was like 
no, that's not real. Or I wouldn't say it wasn't real. I just thought that it wasn't that significant yet. <laughs> so dismiss it even. Yeah, totally. I think um, we kind of saw the the most cases at first kind of in LA and it started becoming a little bit more real because they're the next neighboring city or county, I guess you could say. And they, um, they started having a lot more. So I think it started bringing more awareness to everybody in Ventura County. I honestly, personally, just started taking more precautions as far as uh, washing my hands more frequently and um, definitely staying um kind of my keeping my distance from people probably not shaking hands as much things like that um but as we know it just developed so quick that you know everything started closing and i think it just created a little bit of um uncertainty a bunch of amongst a bunch of people so it's okay thanks for sharing um so it seems like you were more secure about it since you know especially working in a hospital you probably you guys probably do take precautions often right so what about for your part you know especially going to the gym and like going out with your fiance how how did you guys react to it when it actually hit our county in this area yeah so when it actually hit our county um we were getting pretty much daily updates at work um, and initially those updates were being held as like huddles, so kind of like meeting meetings. Um, and as new recommendations kind of regarding the distancing and all of that, um, they had to eventually cancel those and just um, send all updates through email because they didn't want groups of people kind of meeting. So they, um, they even did that at the hospital. And as far as for us, we... Um, we have honestly just changed or just ramped up the way we um, go about from coming to work, coming home from work. So when we come home from work, we usually shower immediately when we come home. We don't, you know, make contact with any of our family members. We leave our shoes that we've worn to work in the car. Um, so we don't, you know, walk in to the house with the shoes that we've been walking around at work. Okay. Um, We've designated a specific hamper with for our, you know, dirty clothes mm. that we wear at work. I usually, um, before all of this, I used to wear kind of like business casual uh, for my position. And currently, I'm only wearing scrubs and um, I'm throwing them in the specific hamper yeah. uh, immediately as I get home. So, I mean, I mean a few changes for me um, that I think has been the most drastic change. Um, I know for him being a, an RN, um, you know, it's, he's always kind of conducted himself that way just because he's more exposed and definitely treating patients more firsthand than I am. I'm a little bit more behind the scenes, answering the phones. Right, right, right. Even then regardless. all the operations. You know, right. Regardless, we're still in the same building and it's still, we're still prone to it. So. Okay. Yeah. I mean, for sure. Without a doubt. And uh, how did you take the changes? Were you was it was it kind of like more difficult for you? I mean, a lot of people don't like changes, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think um, no, I think I, I I kind of just told myself, you know, this being in the healthcare, I think sometimes just makes you more aware, and sometimes um, could be good, it could be bad. Sometimes mm. 
um, you freak yourself out more, but <laughs> it's probably best to just take all the precautions necessary and just kind of tell yourself it's going to be temporary and this is what we got to do and just roll with it. Cause I mean, obsessing over it or just getting frustrated, it really, it's not going to help the cause. Absolutely. Although there is days where, you know, like, darn like I almost walked into the house with my shoes and then I go yeah. back to the car I'm like oh shoot let me leave I, him in the car think, you know I think it's absolutely tedious like I hate Habit. it so much <laughs> my totally mom would just get on my butt I'm just like can you stop <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I get it though I understand yeah. okay that's that's awesome at least you know you guys do practice all that precautionary uh preparation for to avoid all that so um with these changes obviously probably uh, i guess i would say you're still kind of busy but at the same time you know the situation has changed i've asked people this because you know they're in quarantine mode um but what just the changes overall what have you noticed differently within yourself with all the changes going on yeah so um i mean as hard as it can be i i try to view it as a window of opportunity to just kind of further develop um any of my interest um as far as working out obviously i'm limited with what i could do um i do have minimal equipment at home some bands a few dumbbells um so you just got to get creative um i think that with working out and having the limited equipment has definitely tested my discipline um are you talking are you talking about sorry to cut you off so are you talking about like fitness yeah yeah you mentioned creative creativity so i was thinking you know you might be thinking uh talking about some something else too or just fitness in general um well i enjoy cooking as well so i think a lot of the times you know when day-to-day routine we get lost and maybe not having enough time to cook meals that take a little bit longer and with now having more time we can definitely use that time to make you know delicious meals that are Uh, a little bit more time consuming than the usual um i don't know day-to-day meals and so that it's been fun i try to look at it that way um uh with with cooking like i said there's meals that sometimes take longer and during the week you don't got time or whatnot but now with more time since i'm not you know going to the gym after work i'm coming straight home i have a few extra hours in the evening so it's definitely nice and working out wise i've uh, been trying to improve my form um my flexibility with doing body weight movements there's a lot of room for improvement i think absolutely um, you know that uh, i've occasionally i take a longer drive home just to enjoy the sunshine blast some good music and just try to do anything that's going to help my mental health because honestly disconnecting from work and coming home um is huge you know you, you can't kind of bring that home if you are stressed out at work and then you bring that home you keep watching the news it's just it's overwhelming so i think in order to keep moving and try to have a good attitude about it it's definitely important to do certain things depending on how your day's going of course <laughs> true so what i'm getting out of it is that because we don't have that social uh interaction as we did back then for your end sound like you had to be creative because like in a way our sanities are kind of on the line right definitely yeah Yeah. because like i find myself like dude like what what do i do (laughs) you know so um yeah i mean that's good that you're taking care of your mental health and not just like your physical health but if anything your mental health as well yeah you know honestly it's 
all of this going on, it, it's been nothing short of catastrophic. And honestly, it's just definitely affecting a lot of lives out there. It's not just affecting their financials and, you know, all of that, but it's affecting, like you said, mental health is being challenged and, you know, depression and anxiety is surging amongst everybody being at home from, you know, moms that have kids at home and they're oh, having yeah. the teachers. And so everybody's facing different challenges, but I think, um, you know, depending on your situation, if you try to, I don't know, maybe get something positive in your day going, whether it's, you know, perhaps disconnecting from social media for a couple hours or having your breakfast out in the patio and enjoying the birds singing or whatnot, that might, you know, just ease you up a little bit and help you get moving through that yeah. day. Just is focus that, on the good, you know? Is that kind of what, you're, you, what you've been doing as well when it comes down to it? Or? Yeah, like, so on my weekends, sometimes, you know, like, I'll go out to the patio and enjoy my breakfast out there. Because obviously, you know, since I'm working the five days a week, it's a lot of times I have my breakfast at my desk or whatever. And so I, I just see. try to look at it, try to keep my routine as normal as possible. So still kind of schedule things um, for my weekend and just kind of wake up at the usual time just so my body and my mind is not so... Um, I guess shocked by everything that's going on and I still kind of feel like I have a routine. Um, so I think that's helped me a lot. I don't, yeah. I don't know, you know, how everybody else is doing it, but it seems like we're creatures of habit. So I think if we continue to do mostly what we were doing before um, and try to focus on, you know, maybe just changing it a little bit, because obviously like, for example, I can't physically go to the gym, but I could work out at home. So mm -hmm. I would normally schedule my home workout at the time that I would have been driving out to the gym. Right. Um, doesn't make me feel like I'm losing out on too much. I mean, yeah. some days I do, and then some days, okay. <laughs> you make those weights, right? Especially, especially since you're such a fitness advocate. I know you start posting uh, fitness content as well, right? Are you Are you working on that by any chance? I mean, I know... Um, you've been, you were kind of active on it recently, not too long ago. Yeah. So I've been wanting to kind of grow it a little bit. Um, it's definitely hard when you're working five days a week. Um, and I'm honestly not very, um, I guess you could say computer or social media literate. <laughs> so, um, it, I, I'm aware that if I do do it, it's going to take me twice, maybe twice as much effort um which you know i don't i don't know if i want to do it just because i might want to do it and then leave it halfway and i'm very hard on myself i wouldn't want to start it and then not uh, okay not go through with it but part of me would just because i think if it could help one person it'd be sweet yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. okay that's cool and uh i mean you're uh fiance when when you guys are actually you know having a marriage so we had a wedding sorry yeah we had uh planned for we have our wedding planned for july of 2021 okay so i didn't get pushed back because my sisters did so yeah so we had already set that date before any of this happened and um at first we were kind of considering a a date in 2020 um just because we're paying for the entire thing ourselves, uh -huh. we realized, you know, we're going to need a little bit more time to save up. Mm -hmm. So uh, we decided to do 2021. And now hindsight that we see all this going on, we're like, wow, 
it's a good thing we did choose yeah i was gonna say that's good (laughs) (laughs) yeah hopefully by then i mean i'm pretty optimistic i think people are great in general you know so but other than that uh let's see what have you noticed outside of your environment that maybe you can share for people who are listening outside i'm sorry what was what was the question what have you noticed outside Uh of yourself like let's say people you know in general that you may have noticed on how they react and how they behave now with the situation because i mean i've seen a lot i've seen the worst and the good so yeah yeah i was curious what people have seen and perceived within people um i've definitely seen a lot of drivers on the road speeding um which i don't know if it's just a reflection of maybe how frustrated they are with the situation makes sense you know we're all going through it together um a lot of the times nowadays i'm driving speed limit because that's the only time i do get out um to go to work because once i come home i i stay put at home so a lot of times i drive speed limit in order to avoid the the people that are speeding out there but i've Mm. definitely noticed that um but like you said, I, I have noticed um, the outpouring support of the community towards um, healthcare workers, and it's um, it's been really nice. We've uh, gotten very nice people calling our office, thanking us for what we do. Um, this yes, week, Eva, we have... <laughs> thank you. And I, I, I actually didn't get to express my gratitude because for for the most part, I'm so unaffected by it. Thankfully, I don't have people affected by it as well. But you know, you guys are on the front line, so. Yeah, it's, it's definitely nice to be appreciated. I think um, any job um, should be appreciated, not just healthcare workers, but, you know, um, anybody that you're probably interviewing for this series is out there. And um, regardless of whether they're working right now or not, and they're considered essential or not, I think in order for us to function as society, I think everybody's important. So, but I mean, for us, I think it's, it's nice to hear it, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, But yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I think everybody, I mean, we all play a role, you know, so would you, let's jump into kind of like the voice or the future kind of what, what do you have planned or what are you looking forward for? when all of this thing kind of cools off and a couple of years later? So short term, um, I kind of just want to hang out with my friends and family and hug them, you know, without being fearful what's going on with all of this COVID thing. Um, and then as far as long term, I would say um, I want to finish school. I'm currently on the wait list at Ventura College to finish my registered nurse um, degree. So long term, I would say finish school, Um, and probably focus on helping others by serving as a role model to continue to promote fitness and good medical practice for sure. Nice. I love it. And, uh, for anyone listening, what do you, any last words you might want to add on? Um, I would say I once, I, the other day I saw a quote and I thought it was really cool. I live by quotes, actually quotes help me get through my everyday today, um, challenges. And it said something like, there's no uh, exercise better for the heart than to reach down and lift people. Um, And I liked it just because it involves exercise, but it also involves um, helping others and lifting them in times of need. And so I think um, we're resilient people. We're going to emerge 
and from our current obstacles and I think ultimately improve as individuals. So I think if we create healthy habits that last a lifetime, um, the best way to achieve that is by staying safe, staying at home, staying informed and staying prepared. So I would just ask those that are listening to maybe practice staying at home and just um, keep in touch with, with your loved ones, you know, stay informed with legitimate sources. Cause that's, you know, that's important to Absolutely. not be able to deviate from, from all of this. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So uh, for anybody listening to you, um, if you want to share, where can you be found or who wants to um, maybe? So my Instagram is Eva Luna underscore fit. Um, I have Instagram and Facebook. Those are the only platforms that I manage right now. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I'm not very uh, computer <laughs> literate. Mm -hmm. So um, those are kind of the only two that I, that I mainly stay active. Uh, so that's where they can find me. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for being on Eva. Uh, we appreciate your work for, you know, being in the front lines as well. And also for being on this podcast and sharing that. And then for everybody awesome. else, yeah, of course. And for anybody else listening, thanks for tuning in and uh, see you guys on the next episode of the quarantine edition. And uh, thank Sounds you. Good. Yes. Take care. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, I, I stopped the recording. <laughs> That's okay. So um, the last thing that I was going to add is um, for anybody kind of needing community services out there, um, given that I work in social services, um, they can always call 211 um, or they can text their zip code to 898-211. And it's an awesome free community service um, hmm. run by the Federal uh, Communication Commission. So okay. they can get free information there. Okay. Uh, for any services in the community, including, um, you know, disaster information, road closures, shelters, anything like that. So I think that that's um, a good resource to have for anybody out there. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that, Eva. Awesome. You are great. And uh, yeah, if you, if you need anything from me, let me know. Okay, cool. So we'll stay. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Have a great rest of your day. Bye.